0: Welcome to episode 89 of Control Alt Revolt, the show, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole, and you are no longer the Medusa.
1: Oh, I'm not. Who am I?
0: Well, you had your Medusa snakes taken.
1: Oh, out. that's right. Well, I have some mild snakes okay. now. They're light snakes. <laughs>
0: okay. So you're, uh, you're the Medusa Medium Roast blend.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: The Kenya, the Wayway Tenango.
1: <laughs> exactly. Can
0: you name some other Medium Roasts?
1: Oh, man. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head what is medium, you know, as opposed to darker light, but, um... You'll
0: just take anything. You're what like
1: about, Yeah, exactly. What's that one? That, oh, Sumatra? What's that one? Is that dark or medium? Uh,
0: Sumatra, I think, is a dark. Yeah. 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 It's also a Subica bean, and I'm not into oh. Subica beans. I'm very much more into Arabica.
1: Okay. I did not know.
0: Subica's trash.
1: <laughs> exactly. No, that's good to know. I had no idea. Um... At your favorite coffee shop keen and they have all the bags of the different ones are they usually all arabica generally or, yeah okay. generally interesting yeah i feel like and then yeah Subica. i don't think i've seen that one as much is that one more rare
0: no Subica is much more abundant oh, Subica okay. is what you're going to find in folgers or things oh, like that yeah yeah it grows in much more tropical climates so it grows abundantly and you can get some fairly bad beans. The arabica is harder to grow because it grows in desert climates
1: mm.
0: and things like that, but it is the much more hardy.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Hey. We got a coffee lesson today. That's yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we did. We did. I like it. We Okay, so you can be the Medusa medium roast today.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, Medusa's snakes are feeling relaxed. So.
0: Is the Medusa relaxed?
1: <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think you thought I was today.
0: No, you seemed a little high strung.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I think that's just my my nature sometimes. <laughs> but I am trying to be relaxed because that's what I want to be. Why not? You know. I think you better
0: get your relax on now because yeah. things are getting you know even weirder by the second. Now, the supply chain issues are starting to hit a lot of the stores and just people are noticing big vast empty spaces there's Ooh. still stuff mm-hmm. but you know i don't know
1: is it going to get worse i mean I think it seems like very likely i think it's it going to
0: i think it's going to get worse
1: yikes do you think we're looking at like a starvation danger in the united states or just a everything's a hassle kind of a state of things <laughs>
0: I think, you know, I, I think I might be upgrading the um, sort of globalist plan from let's have another lockdown mm-hmm. to uh, let's cause a giant supply chain snafu in which you yeah. will need to give us more unlimited power. Mm-hmm. We have seen, you know, with the sake bombs comments on, you know, we could make gas cheaper, but we're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, and those kind of things. We we can see that the pain and suffering that is being caused is intentional. Now, granted, that pain and suffering, like, in certain ways, is minor. Um, You know, supply chain stuff, gas, we're not doing anything about that. Um, We're going to make you uncomfortable if you don't have a vaccine. Uh, We're going to restrict these things. We're going to, you know, make you lose your... Like, for some people, it's actually getting pretty spicy. But the takeaway from all of that is to understand that these are people who view... who have a torturer's mindset you know, who view that, that, that making you uncomfortable accomplishes their ends in just these sort of, let's call them little ways right now. Mm -hmm. So if we know that, you know, control, uh, you know, and, and, and again, these are people that tell themselves, man, when we're in control and when we can, life is going to be so great for everyone. We're really doing everybody a favor. Um, It's just, they don't like how the stakes are cut, you know, but but those old people were really a giant hassle. And they were really dragging that. Everybody's going to have such better, better medical care now that we offed all those old people. And it's bad, but we are the, the ubermensch. We are the ones that um, can make these decisions beyond good and evil. Which is basically Nietzschean philosophy. Which is what they subscribe to, even though they've repackaged it, and also Hitler.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So it feels like they're going to continue, like, with the supply chain thing, with their method that they did with the COVID stuff and with our personal freedoms and everything, which is the frog slow boil in the pot method. But, like, in a fairly rapid way. But still, like, it feels like they're going to go gradual, like they like to do, to hope that people don't totally notice. But, like, also we saw that they move to each step, like, Pretty rapidly, so I don't know. That's what it seems like it'll be like. It's gonna maybe kind of keep getting gradually worse, fairly quickly here on that front.
0: So what I think will happen next is the supply chain is going to become an extreme pinch of some sort. You know, like you're really gonna have to feel it because they have to get through all the you know sort of the rest of us who have squirrelled the stuff away. And there are a lot of people that are really good at squirreling stuff away. There are a lot of people who live at the razor's edge. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people that are dependent on McDonald's every day for a meal, you know. And so those are a lot of your inner city poor folks. So the supply chain is going to cause them to become disruptive. The rest, you know, then they're going to come like, okay, so you saw in Walgreens yesterday in San Francisco. Um, they're clo- they are closed five Walgreens and like, great since you've made this law where they can shop uplift to $900 worth of stuff and face no repercussions, they're just going to go to other better neighborhoods and shoplift there. That The, the closing the Walgreens doesn't do any, anybody anything because fundamentally the left-wing party, the Democrats or whatever you want, the globalist elite party, they're interested in doing as many things as possible that cause people to become... Ungovernable, 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 um, so that they can then justify, justify, <laughs> justify martial law.
1: That's when you're like really cool and you're justifying something. You're justify.
0: If this were the 1990s, yeah. I have my clothing <laughs> brand right there,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> justify,
1: yeah, exactly. I like it. Um yeah, so I guess uh, get ready. Get ready for it to keep getting worse. Even when I uh, just got my hair blown out today, um, the girls there were like, oh, yeah, this product, yeah, we're all out of it. It's backordered, but the weird thing is it's been backordered for like two months, and I'm like, well, it's not really that weird because there's major supply chain stuff going on, so that's probably going to continue to be that way for a while so but it's just interesting because it seems like still a lot of normal people aren't really aware that that's going on like they're just sort of maybe they're starting to see it with like something in their own life and they're just like huh this thing's hard to get for a while it's kind of weird but like not knowing that this is like a widespread thing and that it's probably going to continue for a while
0: and then you said let's go Brandon
1: oh you know it I am. I say, let's go, Brandon, pretty much every day. <laughs> I
0: think we do shall title way. today's podcast "Let's Go Brandon" because that moron is out of control. Mm-hmm. What did I see that he was doing today? Oh, oh, he was up there giving this. Uh, you know, he's mumbling his message, and he drives a squint his And now we have uh, unlimited vaccine for your five-year-old children. Your five-year-old children get to do unlimited vaccines. All, of, all this is, you know, worst case scenario, yeah, it's all the, the creepy tracking um, health destruction. And I think that's legitimate. If you're not looking at that, I don't know. I mean, there there's actually those concerns. Um, but at the minimum, what it is is this government pharma intersection of let's buy a bunch of vaccine and force everybody to take it and loot the treasury to pay it and give ourselves like that. That is the one thing that you can absolutely know. The rest of the stuff, it's looking like it. There are smoking guns, but of course, those are all being suppressed because, uh, you know, like the con, like here's the classic example of suppression today. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg, right before she dies, says that she doesn't agree with BLM, and she says people should be more grateful to government because government has afforded these things. And Katie Couric, who did an interview with her, you know, trying to get the Mighty Girl Award. um, She basically edits those comments out because they don't serve the narrative. Mm What the hell happened to Katie Couric? Like, I'm not saying, I I don't know what her deal is, but, like, her husband died way back in the day of colon cancer. Yeah. And since then, she has been a bottom feeding, like, it's weird. You look at Katie Couric, uh, there's a lot of, like, weird media stuff. Like, like even the Epstein stuff. And she's right there in it. Mm Mm-hmm you know like she went to his town home and partied and stuff oh. like that and then Whoa. and and then who's who's like one of her uh, early co-hosts is Matt Lauer.
1: Yeah, that's you know, true.
0: Mr. rapist.
1: So she had to know something was up with Matt Lauer having worked so closely with him for
0: I don't long. know, but there's been enough weird Katie Couric political stuff, um, the Sarah Palin Gotcha interview and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, she is she is a she is a seems to be a human being that doesn't have a soul yeah. you know seems to have sold it uh doesn't seem to have any sort of compass for truth it seems to be avaricious um maybe not for political gain but possibly just because she believes in this weird cause but there's some pretty shady people that she's supporting and then to take your i mean i think everybody would have said ruth bader ginsburg was the paragon the icon you know for
1: leftists yeah.
0: yeah like if you had the molek statue up there yeah Like, she'd be given the bowl of children to Molech. Mm -hmm. And so why would you feel that your God, your avatar, your deity, your minor angel of death in the big religion cult of death, why would you feel that they need to be edited? And that's a lesson for everybody. That's the big lesson of the left is that you, like, and I think that there are a lot of people right now. Like, I know in the business community, I do believe that there are people who choose to be homosexual Mm
1: -hmm. to get ahead. Yeah.
0: And and they know that, you know, they they do that for certain and, I, and I'm like, okay, you and know, Hollywood. that's that's your strategy. That's what you want. Yeah, definitely Hollywood. We know those people. Um <clears throat> that's your strategy. Great, you know, you're going to run with it. But the one thing that I would say to all these people is if you don't have the courage of your convictions and and really that's, you know, like you should go back to the socratic method you should look at truth you should you know you shouldn't you shouldn't just join a tribe you should try to find the truth because ultimately that's going to be the most profitable thing to you um but if you're just joining a tribe and it's a it's a death cult you know garbage raccoon tribe like the left like you have to understand like you will be sacrificed in the end if you disagree with the narrative and there will come a moment like, that's the thing that you have to understand. Like, you can go, aha, we're dunking on Trump. Aha, MAGA people are so stupid with their Mountain Dews and their guns and all these things. You can say all these things. But you've got a do-not-cross issue. You've got something where you don't want your rights suppressed. And I'm telling you that, in the end, that, that leftist aspect is insatiable. Because it's not about politics, and it's not about any kind of belief system it is about total power and what you're seeing like with the schism between the chinese party and the globalists or with uh there was another schism i was talking about there, there's a lot of schisms going on in that party like apparently the whole lgbtq and name of their every alphabet numeric symbol and their little nazi swastika they with have the going plus now at the end, which you know I have plus no idea all the, what that they're means. all fighting you know <laughs> yeah and just look at the dave Chappelle tranny war dave Chappelle not a not not on anybody's side. Most likely super left and stuff like that. But they're all fighting now even more because they sense victory at hand, because they feel that the, you know, the deplorables or whatever you want to call them have been vanquished. And so instead of working together as this sort of coalition, they're doing what leftists classically do, leftist totalitarian fascists classically do, <clears throat> which is they're beginning to assassinate each other look at how many people you know lenin wiped out look at how many people hitler wiped out like remember world war Two starts with the russians and the germans deciding to conquer the world and it ends pretty much in 43 with hitler deciding to piss off the russians and and deciding that he doesn't want to share and ultimately that's going to really seriously bring about his downfall um and of course the America getting involved in all those kinds of things, but don't make for, don't mistake for a moment that the the Russians weren't going to, Stalin wasn't going to do that to Hitler. They just, Hitler was, you know, fastest finger. Maybe he was Portuguese.
1: Exactly. You
0: guys in your lightning reflexes.
1: (laughs) We are known for that. Yeah. Like the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing, like she definitely was like a deity for them. But what I think that it shows is like, even though they would never admit it, they want to be their own god most of all as in because even when your little deity doesn't said something that you didn't like you think you know better so you know better than your icons than your idols than your gods you actually think you're god then even though they would not probably put it in those words that's kind of what their actions that's
0: the thing i would say like to that sort of uplifted we discussed that in the savage wars and things like that To that sort of movement, like there are people in there that are thinking they're doing all these horrible things to attain "quote unquote" godhood. They would they would think of it in different ways, but I think some of them actually think of it like that. Um, in the end, you're going to be the prisoner of your own religion. You're not going to get this unlimited power you think you think you want. You know, it's not going to happen. So those are those are the kind of so what we're moving to now, I think, is a serious supply chain crisis. And it's going to have to be a supply chain crisis that creates disruption in the inner city so that they go make the suburbs uncomfortable, so that the suburbs burn through their resources. Because once you break the suburbs, then we're all down at the port of Long Beach begging for boxes of food off the back of a truck. And then they can say, you know, honestly, this, this money system is really, you know, it's really... Um, Donald Trump and Russia really... You know compromise the dollar Mm -hmm. So now we have this new digital Unhackable currency and we're going to give it To you and the malls are going to be open And you're going to be able to get haircuts As long as you're wearing a mask and all these Kinds of things but it's the crisis To move to the next power grab The next power grab is a Is a is probably most Likely if we're looking at the indicators It's based on our monetary Exchange system so it's not Necessarily wealth and assets They kind of have a lot of those it's more about it's more about um, fixing money, which Bitcoin, you know, always says that they are fixing money. Now you're kind of really seeing this massive. Like I think who was it? It was um it was one of the high muckety muck globalist elites yesterday who said that if crypto is not regulated immediately, um, b- that Bitcoin and crypto are going to ruin the world economy. Oh, so yeah. Or save yeah, it for yeah it's going to gonna ruin it for some people, for yeah. the rest of us, you know, or whatever. But, you know, whether you're into crypto or you're not, what you're probably about to see is some sort of capture of the financial system. Well, what do we look at? We look at the fact that the global globalist elite countries, mainly in the form of the United States, are holding are, 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 are obligated to a lot of debt right now. So they're doing what China used to do in the 2000s. They're bottoming out their currency to pay off that debt. Meanwhile, Evergrande in China is collapsing. Um, That is going to cause a massive... It is causing a massive crisis in China. The big unknown factor is will China, you know, strike back in rage at the West? Because the West has most likely caught... Even though China... China did ridiculous things to make this happen. Now that sort of... The, the globalists in China have mainly in Soros and G name calling each other. Um, we're now seeing that they're they're splitting ways because China had thought like, oh, I think the whole plan. <clears throat> Got to get my voice down into the Alex Jones territory.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I like it.
0: Um, now that China has, um, I think what China was saying was. Um, oh, I thought we were going to go to the front and we were going to, you know, the, the, remember we were going to, we were, uh, what was the phrase that they used, um, that, that we were going to stage manage the exit of the West for China, mm. mainly in the form of America. And I think the EU, mainly in the form of, of probably Germany and most likely the UK, even though I think they're playing a good cop, bad cop game there, um and the United States, which is, you know, we are we are the EU's basically, you know, barbarian army and 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 financial powerhouse. Um, I think that they said, Oh yeah, that was the plan, and then you know, once we were able to sort of assert control and use you to do it, we're now gonna we're not gonna blame everything on you and we're gonna manage your collapse. And I would not be surprised if the theory that I, I put forth the other day. About sort of China becoming this vast um, plantation, tech plantation system. I think that's the best way to say it. I think I I I definitely conceive China becoming a vast tech plantation. Google and all of the big tech companies have always had a problem with China because China, you know, wants a say in their companies and wants to limit the access and things like that. It is a huge, massive population base that tech wants access to. And so I think what we're going to probably see is the malfunctioning of the CCP um, and then the rise of the tech plantation system. It'll still be China to an extent, but I think it'll be a weird hybrid. And then they will probably most likely down the road come into conflict with the EU. And that'll be sort of the China of that kind of end of the world. But I don't know. That could could be an interesting guess. I know that there are a lot of... um, super weird sort of manipulations going on. And what do you have today?
1: Well, one really quick thing I had when you were mentioning the Joe Biden saying there's unlimited vaccines for Um, (laughs) five-year-olds. I wanted to point out that it goes even further than that. And this sounds like a joke, but it's not that apparently they're now um, giving the the COVID vaccine to zoo animals. So <laughs> that was an actual article. So I thought that was hilarious.
0: Yo, uh, I want to see the tiger exhibit, but is that tiger vexed or, you know, is he going to wear a mask? I mean, I don't know.
1: I think they overbought and they have nothing else to do with it before yeah. it expires. So they're like, what the heck? Let's test it out on some zoo animals. Oh,
0: I feel sorry for Mexico because whenever we have yeah. stuff that's expired, it's it goes to Mexicans because Mexicans, they don't care. And then like,
1: America pretends to be all generous. Oh, here you go. Yeah. We're just, gonna
0: here you go. Mexican. Here, here's some expired vaccines. They're like, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: These will do. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but no, I, there's still, but I, I think, you know, when you look at the ferocity and you look at the, you know, the stuff, the creepy stuff that's in the vaccines and, and the health problems that people are going through and the phenomena that they're experiencing, um, i I do I, I think I, I do think that there's something more diabolical about the vaccines.
1: Oh, yeah, me too, for sure. And one more quick thing sort of on that subject, but more on the subject of how it's weird and creepy how they continue to throttle and suppress any treatment that actually works really well. So we know, obviously, first it was hydroxychloroquine. Oh, no, we got it. And we thought, oh, they're throttling that because they hate Trump so bad. And Trump said it seemed to be working. Okay, that's a Trump thing. But then we find out, no, actually not, because then there was ivermectin. And oh, boy, they throttled that. And they're making fun of it. So and a couple of other lesser known ones. But now the hilarious thing is, not kidding, again, these keep sounding like jokes. But literally, there was a New York Times article, I believe that said hey guys you know how we said to take aspirin every day to you know if you kind of have like if you're prone to maybe having a heart attack and you want to like prophylactically kind of prevent a heart attack and you know you take a small amount of aspirin a day oh um don't do that anymore like because there it was uh it just kind of came out that taking aspirin every day in that way actually helps uh fight against covid or you know helps you from getting covid really bad so as soon as that's discovered oh by the way um we're advising you don't take this for uh, heart attack prevention anymore like you're like, aspirin? Are you kidding me? You're going after aspirin now? Again,
0: it's just another it's another item in the tally sheet that shows, like, whatever is good for your health, mm-hmm. whatever might save you or help you, like, they mm-hmm. have crossed broken glass unashamedly to, like, throw this down. And, like, people question it, and they disappear, those people, on social media. They call them names. They do, like, I mean... Real quick, I mean, you know all that. We've talked about all that. But jumping over to how insane the name-calling is. You have a dad in Loudoun County whose daughter is raped um, by a kid pretending to be transgender and going into the women's restroom and raping a 14-year-old girl. After I, I, think, And then I think he goes to another school and does it again. And the school covers it up. Mm -hmm. And the dad goes into the school board meeting and is visibly upset, obviously. And the cops throw him to the ground, um, bag him and tag him. I don't know what you call that. But like, I mean, it's humiliating and embarrassing. And then infer, and it's even at the highest levels of the white house, that this person is a domestic terrorist. That's how insane this is. Like when people who are trying to, who who are cashing their careers, trying to tell you like oh you know like there's some concerns about this vaccine or blah 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 let's have a discussion about it that person is you know the dirty dozen they did to the people that we listen to mm-hmm. they're domestic terrorists they're you know they're they're um all these names and it's like but when you look at it it's like everybody has known since time immemorial of the modern medical age that a baby aspirin if you're having a heart attack is going to save your life and mm-hmm. at certain times they recommend them every day but you should talk to your doctor about that yeah but when they say, you know, like, oh, it turns out baby aspirin is really good for this sort of pericardial inflammation, inflammation, and it may save your life, and they come out immediately and say, hey, we're with this thing that we've been advocating all along, don't do it, and we're not telling you why, just you're a domestic terrorist if you even, you know, and it's the same thing as the dad who has the daughter, do- like the daughter's destroyed and the dad's destroyed, and the police have the audacity, I mean, like, again police people that are listening, this is, this is not a good look for you. This is, this is not going to go well with you. If you're going to, you're going to have to start standing up and disobeying this shit. You're going to have to start taking care of people. That is unconscionable. That is going to get you shot. That is going to get you hung. And don't think that you're going to like, uh, quit being a police officer. When people direct their rage against the police, if this continues, they're going to remember who the cops are. It's time for you to do your job and to start doing right and to protect us from this tyranny. That is absolute garbage tyranny. Love the cops, support the cops, all that kind of stuff, but not that kind of behavior. You're going to lose me right
1: there. Yep. And it's that typical leftist thing of turning the victims into, you know, pretending that they're the perpetrators, you know, pretending that the victims are the bad people and pretending... That the bad criminals are actually the victims. How they they love to like switch those two things around. And it's so messed up. I hate that.
0: And at the heart of all of this is sort of this big um, conversation. And I think it's this moment that we all have to overcome, you know, which is would they really do this? You know, like a lot of the times, you know, and, and, and people, you know, controlled opposition things we've accused Tim Pool of or, you know, and we like Tim Pool. He's cool. But like sometimes there's been some controlled opposition worthy statements or, you know, uh, the daily wire, you know, when Trump lost, they were the first to say, Oh, it was fair and square without any kind of information. And people mm-hmm. that I know, I know daily in real life. I and have broke bread and been to parties with daily wire people. I know them. They are nice people, but there was this collective rush to apologize for the election and say, Oh, it was fair and square. And like, uh, even at the time it seemed sketchy, still seems sketchy today. Look at the people, the garbage raccoons and their response to it. And it's even more sketchy. Um, but yeah, you guys all move off to Nashville and charge, you know, $40,000, uh, for, a, 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 an ad bump, uh, when Ben Shapiro is talking. So I don't know controlled opposition, but I, I look at your actions and I remember everything and things like that. So sometimes when we look at these things, we have to ask ourselves, like, is there really this, like, would people really make a vaccine to hurt their own people? Well, I've given you the scenario that if they think it's for the greater good, that's what the Nazis were doing when they were organizing the train schedules, when they were loading people into the ovens that there was there was a. There was a this. There's a crisis in our lives. Our country is at risk. Our lives are at risk. Your children are at risk. And so now you have to be the person that cuts the stakes and does the horrible, unthinkable thing and wait for it, for the greater good. You know, you have to violate all your common sense, all your basic morality, your sense of right and wrong, all of these things, and do this horrible thing because... The ends justify the means. And then you turn around and you're like, man, I just wiped out 900 Jews in an oven. And uh, I'm the good guy. You're not. You're a piece of shit. And so we have to ask ourselves, would people really do this kind of jacked up stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they did it all the time in the textbooks, history books back in the day, because those were um, that was history and people were awful in history. But then we had the 60s, and everybody smoked weed, and the 70s, and then Bill Clinton was president, and everybody's good now. Everybody wants to, like, you know, uh, play Dungeons and Dragons and rescue the wolf for the little kids. Like, no one does anything. You know, I'm just... It's funny. I had a conversation today. People were telling me about their D&D game in a business meeting, and I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> that's, that's not necessarily D&D to me, but hey, okay. You know, um, but there's this inherent belief now, now that we've gotten rid of God in our society, and Judeo-Christian values, and basic morality, and the Ten Commandments, and all these kinds of things, that anybody can make up their their mind. So in that Loudoun County thing, with the kid who put on a skirt, probably pretended to be a transvestite because I think the Medusa called that way back when.
1: Oh yeah, when they were first having the whole transgender bathroom thing. I said that from day one, like, come on, people are going to do this, you know, pervert guys are going to take advantage of that. And they're going to pretend to be that just so they can get in there and have access. And, um, yeah, that's that's going to happen. And I knew it. It's like, yeah, Yeah. why would you think that wouldn't happen? Like, you know, people are going to take it. Guys are, you know, bad guys are going to take advantage of that.
0: And then you have the wee spa. Oh my gosh. And BLM and Anifa show up for that and it's the worst thing ever and how dare you let, you know, little tranny Chris not, not take a steam with all the ladies. Ugh. And it turns out little Tranny Chris is a sex offender.
1: Yeah. Oh, and he's what trying to show shock. his junk
0: to little girls. So horrible. So would would people do these garbage things in the past now that we're so evolved that we can cover up the rape of one little girl to because we don't want to be bigots? We don't want to hurt trans people because you touch that trans thing and that's the third wire. But thankfully on the Control Alt Revolve podcast, we love the third wire. In fact, we chew it up for breakfast every morning. Exactly. Which is why you should support this podcast if you would consider doing so. Just click the subscribe button, 5 bucks a month, and you get this kind of third rail con- content. Anyways, back to the podcast after the pitch. Um you have you, you have people, you know, covering this up. Because they're afraid of coming under the uh, microscope of the cancel mob. And so they think they're doing the right thing for the greater good. Except another little girl gets horribly damaged for the rest of her life. And they're like, hey, no biggie. Let's arrest her dad and call him a domestic terrorist. Because the worst thing we ever want to do is point out that this weirdo is manipulating our sacred cause. Our Molech image. For its own gain. Would people put things in vaccines? Would they create a supply chain shortage? Uh, uh, supply chain shortage like we discussed earlier this week. Where we have a guy from the docs who's saying there's no shortage. It's all manufactured. Constantly hearing that from all the sources. Then you go over to Southwest. And are like, oh, yeah, it's weather. It's not these pilots walking out. It's weather. Just lying. Just lying to the American people. No, like... Back in the day, like like grandpa days, you couldn't have got a loan in a bank if you'd have said that. They're like, didn't you go on TV one time and lie to everybody? No loan for you. But no one's afraid anymore because like they're all in on it together. So I want to go back to an, uh, an article. There's this guy that I kind of like on Twitter. And I think he's retired CIA. Old school, definitely. Um, seems to maybe have been a player of some sort. I don't know. I find him I find him interesting. There are a few things that are fun uh, on a little on the you know crazy side. His obsession with the moon is interesting. <laughs> um, but you can find him over at Twitter. His name is spooked blog and he's, he makes some interesting points and some fun things and and you know he that's what you that's what you come to control alt revolt the podcast for. the crazy. So he was talking about this video about these three Congress critters, and they were lip syncing. Early in Trump's, uh, they were they weren't lip syncing. They were, they were there. There was a, a photo. On, uh, there was a camera on the on the Congress floor, and and basically, um, you can go on his blog and see who it was. They were basically talking about the assassination of Trump and Pence, and then saying. Um, According to a lip reader who translated what they were saying, they were, they were saying, like, then Obama can go over to the Supreme Court because he runs that place anyways. So it was, it was interesting. Again, your mileage may vary. You can take all this with a grain of salt, whatever it is. But he wrote this really crazy post that's fun and, I mean, crazy good and it's interesting. And I think we all fought this at the time. Um, on the death of Andrew Breitbart. It, it did seem weird. Mm-hmm. Now, remember what's going on. Breitbart says, I am one week away from destroying Obama's presidency. Wow, I forgot. He had all those videos that he was going to release. And then Andrew Breitbart just had a sudden heart attack and died at the age of 42. A lot of people said, well, Andrew Breitbart lived rough. He drank. He had cocaine in his system, all these kinds, which he didn't have any of those things. But he had been kind of a wild man and he he was uh, fiery. So maybe maybe his pressure and his blood pressure killed him, and the autopsy report confirms all these kinds of things. Except, it's like a lot of it. Now, then you go back and you kind of dig things up and look around. It's like oh, that's that's not the story. You were definitely sold the story by the media. There are some medical professionals in here who might, uh, in the conversation on Control Alt Revolt podcast, who might be able to add clarity to this because they are probably people who show up to the scenes of heart attacks many heart attacks and can kind of tell you what's going on but i read this blog i thought it was interesting i think we'll have the medusa read it now and um we'll just see what you guys think about it
1: yeah so it's entitled breitbart assassinated by cia question mark Breitbart murdered in plain sight witness disappears and then there's an editor's note which I will start and you can move me along from it if it's not applicable we are republishing this blog post in light of the mass of damning evidence against the deep state functionaries messrs obama clapper brennan comey et al over and above the horrendous history of hillary's clinticides I like that I've never heard clinticides that's funny We wish to enhance readers' memories of key historical issues. While we were an intelligence community executive, I don't understand that
0: he he's referring he refers to himself in the royal we. Oh, we oh, I see. So while <laughs> like, we were in intel- yeah.
1: Okay. We always had our suspicions. Whenever you
0: meet somebody who refers to themselves in the royal we, it's a little pompous or whatever, but stick around, you're probably going to have some fun. <laughs> okay.
1: We always had our suspicions of wrongdoing, e.g., the Church and Pike Committee findings, but we were skepti- skeptical of the extent of CIA assas- assassination attempts to rid the system of knowledgeable functionaries. of testifying before one of these committees. Notably, Bill Colby, former director of CIA, was murdered drowned, outside his Maryland home shortly after he called his wife regarding dinner arrangements. We were also skeptical of the accusations against Presidents G.H.W. Bush, Clinton, and W., although we were convinced from the outset that both Obama and Senator McCain had criminal intent. But then we learned G.H.W. Bush began his rise to eminence with the CIA, running narcotics operations out of Columbia in the 1960s, coordinating the JFK assassination, coordinating the black helicopter narcotics distribution during the Vietnam War, and continuing his linkage with the cartels from then and throughout his presidency, connecting to Arkansas Governor, later President Clinton, using U.S. Air Force planes to transport narcotics into the U.S.
0: So you're telling me, good old George Sr., who would jump out of that, that, that plane every year and was a World War II hero and just a nice old man in a wheelchair who liked to pinch nurses' bottoms and tell dirty jokes and and uh, was right there by the gipper and everything like that. You're telling me that he might possibly have been a nefarious scoundrel? Do tell.
1: <laughs> okay. And then there was W, who has now been tied to the detonation of the Twin Towers, killing thousands for massive profit. Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute. Now that guy, now I I gotta say, I did like W. I really did like him. I liked him. Right up until about that moment, he screwed us last month and basically called us all domestic terrorists.
1: I was already starting to question him somewhat before that, but that put the nail in the coffin for sure.
0: I would, I would say similar. The, yeah. uh, I, I, I made, the, I, you know, he went out in such disfavor with the media, and it was so, you know, a village needs an idiot, W, worst president ever. And I was like, ah, give it 20 years, and this guy's going to be considered a great president. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is um, he was lambasted all through Obama, and then – then they selected a white knight role for trump and like oh remember when the presidency had dignity and you know and and he he went to it and it's so sad because um you know like he extended the and maybe maybe now it's it's an interesting thing to consider but like he extended the olive branch to clinton um in the year, in the years of his presidency and actually brought Clinton to the white house to ask for advice. And they actually formed kind of a friendship. And I always thought oh, that's pretty class act decent. You know, the guy does have some experience in the job. He can help you. That's kind of a smart move, but now it makes me wonder, Oh, I guess they're all in on it together.
1: Yeah. That's kind of how it seemed for a little while now. And, um, so I don't know what we think about the twin tower thing, but I think we're open to hearing That's more,
0: I, right? That's a hard one that's for me. Uh, I'm not willing to go, I'm not, I think they call them truthers, I'm not, you know, if anybody's got a good documentary or whatever, I'll I'll give it a consideration. Do I think it was this elaborate, cold, and bare bonds, diehard heist in which they needed to kill, you know, a bunch of people, I don't know, I I, I believe that more than um, the planes were photoshopped in and it was really a controlled explosion. Yeah. But I do think that World Trade Center 7 is a quirky moment. World Trade Center 7 is a building that's not hit that collapses within ground zero for no for no yeah. given reason. That's, okay, so that's So what I do happen. that that is an yeah. odd moment for me.
1: Yeah. Um I mean, I'm oh, yeah, it's like seeing how corrupt everything is now and like how it's really like coming to light all the corruption. I'm like, well, I wouldn't rule it out, but Yeah, so moving on. Um, And then there was W, who has now been tied to the detonation of the Twin Towers, killing thousands for massive profit via the movement of stored gold and fed bearer bonds. And finally, Obama, of whose criminality and linkage to China, of which we are being made aware day by day. Ultimately, it was the assassination of Justice Scalia, while he was a guest of the Bush family at a hunting lodge in Texas. See we- now,
0: I always did think that Scalia was assassinated. Yeah. Um, they found him on a bed with his pillow with a pillow over his face.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Uh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, he had a heart attack, did what? he? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh. I
0: always sleep with a pillow over my face.
1: That's weird. We let's see. David Richardson, CPA. Hey, sorry about that. Our accountant called. <laughs> Back to the article. Um, ultimately, it was the assassination of Justice Scalia while he was a guest of the Bush family at a hunting lodge in Texas. We couldn't imagine Bush would be involved, but he was. At that point, it became very clear that our country was in grave danger at the hands of what we would recognize as the deep state, which owns the CIA. To be clear, we have been the target of a number of such attempts to include, number one, felony hit and run. $10,000 fine by a CIA contractor, arrested a few blocks from the CIA domestic operations headquarters. Do you know what that means? Are they saying that happened? He's saying that
0: he's been the target of assassination attempts.
1: Whoa. Number two, an attempt to persuade a heart doctor to end my life during a stress test. Whoa. Number three, another attempt to persuade a heart surgeon to terminate my life during a stent insertion. They kept this Indian doctor up all night, threatening him. He arrived completely disheveled and advised me of his ordeal with his tormentors, saying he had told them to go F themselves. Number four.
0: I told you this was fun.
1: <laughs> Number four. Aside from physical attacks, they have attempted to destroy my finances. Number five. They bombarded They my-
0: forced me to go to Target and buy an entire dish set!
1: <laughs> Number five, they bombarded my cell phone with text messages in various languages, which included extracts from my restricted military health files and classified personnel reports. Number six, they have also killed some of my retired associates in the IC, all of heart stoppage. IC
0: would be intelligence community. Now, all he has to add is... um, That he's that he he keeps getting car warranty calls from the CIA. And we can all be like, we're all being targeted.
1: <laughs> and then he gives, actually, he lists uh, ABCDEF6 people who he's talking about that they've killed. Here's a partial sampling. All persons were previously very healthy. So I don't know if you want me to read those six names. Sure. And they're, so Julie Miller, uh, DCS regional operations manager, found dead on her small Indiana farm.
0: If anybody wants to look these up and confirm they can, it's... It's a fun sort of, like, investigation that we can all do, and, but it's interesting.
1: Yeah, that was A. B. Tim Holden, former commander of SEAL Team 1, hit and run while on his bicycle in his neighborhood. Driver fined $690. C. Carol Bird, researcher for my counter-terrorist software program. Found dead in her garage. D. Sedgwick Turisson, former director of the POW MIA office at the Pentagon. E. John Gresham tom clancy's researcher spec ops specialist f bill colby former director of cia murdered by forced drowning provided gresham material for clancy's quote fictional books so that was the editor's note and now it is the main article and it says in march 2012 we wrote about andrew breitbart's mysterious death from quote heart stoppage abruptly before his planned release of videos of Mr. Obama, which would have been extremely damaging to his reelection campaign. Reportedly, there was footage of Harvard attendee Mr. Obama and Bill Ayers discussing slash planning a U.S. revolution. We're not sure what else was to be released, but perhaps Mr. Obama's henchmen suspected the worst. In the meantime, we've analyzed his death. Breitbart died stepping up on a Los Angeles curb described by eyewitness Christopher Lassiter. He, quote, fell like a sack of potatoes. His skin turned bright red. There was thick white band around his forehead all the way around his hairline. Bright red face, thick, thick white band made me make a double take. That's the quote. Lassiter, along with his parents, soon thereafter disappeared. And skilled private investigators advised they were not to be found. Perhaps a search of the desert outside Las Vegas might turn up their remains.
0: So why, like, you know, and that would be, is this Lasseter dude who's a witness in LAPD statements? Because this happened about 10, 1030 at night. Breitbart went outside to uh, make a call from his family residence. And he was standing there at an intersection and stepped up on a curb and had a, heart, a massive heart attack, it looks like, and died. Um, guys out walking his dog, just like in the sort of Nicole Brown Simpson thing, there were all these dog walkers out at that time of night who heard Nicole getting murdered by OJ, you know, and didn't kind of do anything. And that's the one thing you can know a lot about LA is like there are always people walking dogs everywhere. So this guy's out, sees Breitbart drop, runs over, and notices something really weird that Breitbart's face is bright red and has this strange white band. Medical people jump in and tell us if that's true. We're going to get into that a little bit. Um, If that's a common heart attack symptom, symptom. I've heard there are some different symptoms, but we'll see. Um, But the main thing is, did this Lassiter guy and his parents really disappear? And do people really disappear? And why would someone in an eyewitness who notes something unusual um because he would have been a great eyewitness if he would have just said he dropped dead of a heart attack and that's it but if he did disappear and something nefarious happened to him it's the detail of and i noticed this weird thing happen and then that's why the guy disappears did he really disappear let's operate under the uh, the um, assumption that he did that he did disappear Well, that's kind of odd that someone who is about to take down the president of the United States with a huge October surprise suddenly dies of a heart attack and the person who witnesses that suspicious death disappears. Um, We're now moving beyond coincidence. We're moving into conspiracy, as in a conspiracy to commit.
1: Yeah. I mean, could it be that, like... Theoretically, I don't even know if this is possible, but on TV, it's sometimes possible. Um, You know, like, for example, in 24, I think it was when maybe someone like shook Palmer's um, hand, but they had some sort of a clear. Well, we're going to get into that. We're going to get
0: it. Good. Good. I'm just
1: saying if anyone maybe touched him kind of right before this eyewitness might have seen it. And I think I think you're going to get into that. Okay, okay. So moving on.
0: Medusa hasn't read this yet. I, haven't. I read it and I thought it would be fun to have her read it.
1: Yeah, I, I like this kind of Tell
0: stuff. Tell us if you know if you like this kind of gripping podcast content.
1: <laughs> there was considerable interest in the coroner's autopsy since many were suspicious about Mr. Breitbart's sudden death shortly before his release of damning evidence against Mr. Obama, consisting of videos revealing Obama's hope and change agenda consisted of racial warfare and class division. But the media extracts of the coroner's report noted that Mr. Breitbart died of, quote, natural causes, i.e., quote, heart stoppage, or in technical terms, cardiac arrest. Now, that might have put suspicious minds to rest, but on the day the coroner's preliminary report was released, the attending forensic technician, Michael Cormier, Died suddenly after ingesting a massive amount of arsenic, not further explained.
0: Like what? you do. Oh, like yeah. you do. You know, like that you're working on this big case that everybody's like, Andrew Breitbart, you know, like, and Breitbart did, like, go back to him destroying Anthony Weiner. Like, just yeah. destroying yeah. that guy, you know, like, and then even showing up at his own press conference and destroy. like, Breitbart did some huge coups. So, like, yeah. Obviously, Breitbart is part of the we all don't trust Obama thing because guess what? We collectively know Obama is a scumbag. Um, So there was doubt. I remember the doubt at the time. This is a big moment. And so now you're telling me that the dude who's working on the autopsy, which is going to prove what happened, dies of arsenic uh, poisoning? A guy yeah. who probably works with poisons and things like that. He just dies of arsenic. And that's interesting.
1: Oh, well, and like, obviously... Nothing
0: to see there, folks.
1: Obviously, they could then change some of the stuff that he put on the well, report. they could put
0: and in the right know. report. The right yeah. report.
1: And yeah. no one would know because he's the only one that yeah. actually knew uh, yeah. what the report should have said.
0: They could, they could say that you shouldn't take ivermectin and the baby aspirin are bad. Like, yeah. this is the truth. See, that truth over there, that truth is inconvenient. Interesting. Wasn't that the name of a documentary? by that yeah. side the inconvenient truth
1: and was was that um wh-
0: weren't we all supposed to be underwater and weren't the bees yeah. supposed to be dead and <laughs> aren't they having to replace the signs at national glacier park because the glaciers didn't melt like mm-hmm. like uh like uh frank and gore said yeah. they were
1: going to <laughs> exactly okay um so that death of the um forensic technician was quickly brushed from the news media coverage didn't al gore
0: try to rape a masseuse yes i remember that yeah.
1: i remember that Uh, So that death was quickly brushed from the news media coverage and Cormier was attacked by the media as a, quote, scruffy, bespectacled lab tech. Uh, Parentheses. He had 20 years of experience and was the principal assistant to the L.A. coroner. See,
0: Now, that's another interesting point there, because what we notice with the left is when you don't like the message, always shoot the messenger, always carry out this this campaign that that trump likes to get with hookers in bed and they urinate on him uh that this guy over here i mean the the amount of times that people have been maliciously slurred by the left and so here we have that same like there's a lot of same playbooks here interesting
1: yeah and this cormier was plays
0: from the playbook
1: yeah this cormier was reportedly the person on whom the tv series quincy was based quincy i
0: loved quincy did you Quincy was a great
1: show. I don't
0: really know it. It, See, now I believe this even more. Because, like, Quincy was spot on, man.
1: (laughs) Following Breitbart's death, a bland video of Obama was shown, and the strangely reshuffled Breitbart executive suite... Headed by filmmaker Steve Bannon and COO Lawrence Solov, claimed, That's all there is, folks. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. And the Breitbart commentary has since become quite bland and unexpose worthy. That are is true. That Steve Bannon well,
0: was- you know, that, that's a broad leap, maybe. I think Bannon was just brought in because he was the same kind of, they were hoping he would be the same kind of firebrand. And it took him a few years, but he did blossom into that firebrand. So I don't, I can't, I can't necessarily say that, you know, oh, Bannon was the cover. The main thing was make the videos go away and reduce Breitbart's effectiveness. Both of those things have happened now.
1: Yeah. But then SpoilsportBreitbart.com editor in chief Joel Polak. Advised the video might shown. Be Pollock. Oh yeah, Pollock. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Sorry, Polish community. Yeah. <laughs> Medusa's a reader, not a pronouncer.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, advised the video shown was only one of a series Breitbart had planned to show. Sadly, those seem to have long since disappeared. The actual event aside, huh. s- how
0: would they disappear? Did someone just throw away that laptop? They're like, like they were like, hey, this was my dead uh, friends videos that was going to bring down the entire presidency. Whatever you do, don't lose these videos. These are these like these are pretty dangerous. Don't lose them. Like the deep state would probably pay you a lot of money for them to destroy them, but really they're critical. They're very like and and this just don't whatever you do, like really keep track of these things that got this guy killed.
1: Yeah. Mm, they clearly did a bad yeah. job at that.
0: I'm going to Geek Squad and having them erased.
1: <laughs> the actual... No, somebody got rich. Yeah. The actual event aside, the story of Breitbart's death is far more damning. It took some research, but we finally secured a copy of the actual autopsy report, which contradicted the official statement that Breitbart died of a, quote, heart attack. And that then... the
0: coroner ate a bunch of arsenic.
1: Yeah. So this is from the autopsy report... Um Da, 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 page four. Uh, the report has since been scrubbed from the internet as malicious malware, and its place in its place is a simple one-page PDF declaring the death was of natural causes.
0: This so, report is on. ivermectin, and you should take the vaccine because it's good for you, and no one's ever been hurt by it.
1: Yeah. Quote: "The aorta is elastic and of even calibre throughout, with vessels distributed normally from it." Both abdominal and thoracic aorta have minimal lipid streaking. There is no tortuosity or widening of the thoracic segment.
0: Now, I remember at the time I was told three things. I was told that Andrew Breitbart was a drunkard. Mm -hmm. I was told that he was a cocaine fiend. Mm. And I was told, well, I can see, he was a rageaholic. Mm -hmm. He was very, you know, like that. If if anyone was going to pop a blood vessel, I would give it at least on that one. But these findings seem to indicate that he was a normal 42-year-old man with a very healthy uh, cardiopulmonary system.
1: Yeah, uh, there's even more. The abdominal aorta has no atherosclerosis. There is no dilation of the lower abdominal segment. No aneurysm is present. The major branches of the of the aorta show no abnormality. In other words, Breitbart's heart and cardiovascular system was that of a healthy adult male with no evidence normally associated with a heart attack. Oddly, Deputy Medical Examiner Juan Carrillo, MD, attributed death to, quote, coronary atherosclerosis, which was ruled out earlier in the report. He explained that there was a 60% narrowing of a major coronary vessel and heart failure cells in the lungs how odd that all organs and cardiovascular components were that of a healthy adult male but the artery feeding the lungs was nearly shut down abruptly symptoms consistent with the cobra venom toxins used by the cia as described by then director bill colby
0: ding 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 there we have it people that was what you were waiting for to get here We've arrived at Cobra Venom Toxins.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Although Director Colby is now deceased, uh, parentheses again, he died of heart failure after he, quote, drowned in his front yard, the CIA and its weaponry live on. CIA's heart-stopping technology dates back to the 1970s, presented as evidence at the 1975 Church Committee hearings. According to DCI Bill Colby, the gun fired a projectile with the diameter...
0: This is a, like, so there there is a picture, but you have to understand, like, the CIA actually did develop what's called a heart stoppage gun.
1: Or this calls it a heart attack gun. A
0: heart attack yeah. gun. Yeah. And there are pictures of it. It's a, it's a known thing.
1: It's a picture of Senator Goldwater examining this, quote, heart attack gun. Yeah. That's interesting. So
0: here's what the heart attack gun does.
1: So... It, the gun fired a projectile with the diameter of a human hair and a quarter inch in length at an accurate distance of 250 feet. Colby was murdered in 1996. The poison was a mixture of shellfish toxin and cobra venom and is virtually undetectable other than a tiny red dot on the skin other frozen darts consisted of a mixture of various viruses which once have passed through the skin and melted would attack the internal organs of the victim killing him slowly sort of like the murder of john gresham tom Tom clancy's researcher alternate gun designs were in the form of a walking cane or umbrella as used by a highly publicized bulgarian assassin so in the final analysis we have motive weapon probable culprit but that autopsy report and witness statement tell a pretty interesting story. The weapon fires a frozen projectile consisting of shellfish, toxin, and cobra or crate venom, which contains presynaptic and postsynaptic neurotoxins, which shut down the nerve endings near the brain. The result is the shutting down of the body's infrastructure and command center, cutting off muscle activity and the ability to breathe. Parentheses. Quote, 60% narrowing of a major coronary vessel.
0: And And it's interesting. It does say it's immediate and it does seem those kind of things. But what do we know about Breitbart's observed death? Dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, because it wasn't like a lot of people when they're people do have sudden heart attacks and everything like that. A lot of people, though, um, experience a lot of symptoms in the days leading up to it, weeks leading up to it. And in the hours leading up to it, no one says that he was having that, you know. Yeah, it could have been a sudden narrowing. This could have caused it. Could have been something else. But again, it's that in you know, it's that uh, it's that 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 sudden death aspect.
1: Yeah. So uh, in addition, it um, shut down his body's ability to stand. Parentheses fell like a sack of potatoes, like you were saying. Um, so walking or normal heart attack victims turn blue and drop in a more orderly fashion. But Breitbart's skin color changed abruptly from normal to bright red and, quote, he collapsed like a sack of potatoes. The frozen venom bullet, once having penetrated the skin, melted, releasing neurotoxins which shut down the nervous system and the muscle activity pumping blood to the lungs and to the brain, which stopped. The heart stopped and the blood stopped flowing and then started up again briefly, causing the blood to rush back to the skin, causing it to become bright red. But by that time, Breitbart's brain had completely stopped, so Breitbart was dead before he hit the pavement. The telling clue was that, quote, 60% narrowing of a major coronary vessel and heart failure cells in the lungs. The, quote, heart failure cells Derived from the snake venom, giving the appearance of a heart attack, but the bright red skin symptom was the giveaway. A heart attack would have been less abrupt, and there would have been no blood flushing activity after the heart attack, and Breitbart would have turned blue instead. And then there's just a footnote. Um, 2020 footnote we are posting this once again in response to twitter queries on the use of vaccines as a means of injecting lingering poisons or nanobots to trigger deadly responses to electrical stimuli not something of science fiction note the methods of assassination described above relate to science developed by 1970 50 years ago we presume deadly quote science has evolved since then
0: so we know that people are having heart conditions from the vaccine we know that some people manifest it later some people die fairly rapidly um, within hours I think Tiffany Dover died right in front of us Um, so all of that to say would they do it could they do it were there reasons to do it yeah in the case of Andrew Breitbart there does seem to be um, there does seem to be motive you have motive You have this evidence, and then the biggest thing ever is that it all went away and no one cares. And that's what they love, just like we were told about Las Vegas with the guy who shot 500 people. You know, is it no big deal, nothing to see here. He was just crazy, everybody, and he had no record, and he never was an arms dealer for the CIA or anything like that. He just went crazy and started shooting. And uh, it wasn't an FBI plot because the FBI investigated it. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. We didn't do this one. Um, Probably a domestic terrorist. And it's a good thing all the MAGA people got shot down there. A lot of weird, weird, weird stuff going on. And it's been going on for a while. But it does seem to be reaching a fever pitch. Like we are a convertible being driven by a madman roaring down a county highway in the night passing mailboxes slowly getting faster getting faster and now it almost seems like the crazy mailboxes are a wall and when we look over to the left and we see that driver it does seem to be grinning death and it looks a hell of a lot like hillary clinton and that's the podcast